has an agenda that they're going to serve. I don't know who's in charge of it or what it is, if it's like a headless monster. You know, I was pretty happy with that one in Gerbils the other night. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a good pizza. Yeah. Fat wallets and empty hearts. Which... Fat wallets and empty hearts. It's insane how little musicians get. So, um, yeah, if, if, if you're interested in supporting not just me, but any musician that you like, one of the best ways to do that, it sounds old school because it is, is purchase their music. Uh, purchase their merch, you know. Uh, hey guys, this is Mark from Rat Rod. Hi, this is Mikey P from Skell. Hey, this is Jeff from the Bell Jumpers. Probably just be, I mean, probably be Paul because he's awesome. This is Jessica for the band Dimitis. You're listening to Pennsylvania Rock Show. in shopping malls shiny box in soccer balls even back before electricity things were much more simple then I wish I could go back again and celebrate the way it's meant to be we gather around that firelight and read about that holy night get on their and pray and wait for Christmas Day. They read the Bible, they knew the story, the birth of Jesus in all his glory, and the angels all sang hallelujah, and the shepherds knelt to pray in fields on high. They knew the story. Whole family made it home this year. It's time to spread the Christmas cheer. Everybody's helping trim the tree. Mama's cooking's in the on Christmas Eve And we'll gather around that fire light Tell stories and sing silent night Get on the knees and pray And wait for Christmas Day We'll read the Bible We'll tell the story The birth of Jesus In all His glory And the angels Shepherds nailed 
What's up, everyone? You are tuned in to the Pennsylvania Rock Show, episode number 703. It is Christmas Day. This is not live. <laughs> um, with me tonight is Mick from Corners of Sanctuary. What's up, Mick? Hey, how you doing? Happy holidays, everybody. <laughs> we are actually recording this the day after Thanksgiving. So to give you, I, I, my, my kids, as soon as, as soon as Halloween is over, my wife and my kids start into the Christmas thing, and I'm always going, it's not even Thanksgiving yet. So we had to wait until the day after. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we are featuring all unsigned um, bands playing Christmas music on this episode. We actually have already played five songs, so I want to touch on those real fast. Uh, we had Amber Alexis and their cover of Oh Holy Night. We had Joe Waterick, Jeff Jimerson, and Pete Hewitt and their song That Silent Night. We had Rising Regina and their take on Away in a Manger. And we had ZMW and their song, The Christmas Song. And now we're chatting with Mick. Hey. So Mick, the reason Mick is on this episode is because his band, Corners of Sanctuary, records a new Christmas song. Is it every year? Every year for the last 12 years, yes. So um, we are going to feature that song. And the album art is actually behind us in the video right now. Um, but we'll get to that later. Um, so, Mick, I, I do have some questions for you, and they are going to be holiday-related. Sure. Um, we're going to start off. Um, do you have any stories about getting, like, instruments or musical, any like, gifts that that it led you to where you are now? Uh, well, um, I think, well, I, I, when I was a kid, I started out on drums and, um, I did get a, uh, a blue Ludwig, a blue sparkle Ludwig jazz kit, uh, one Christmas. Um, and I guess I was about, I was about seven or eight and that was pretty exciting. It, it was a used kit, but I didn't know the difference. Um, it was a four piece, but it was like, that's pretty much where for me kind of started, you know, looking to play an instrument. Um, I started on drums and I did that for about five years or so, but, um, that was, uh, that was a pretty cool, pretty cool holiday. The, my parents bought me the drum set, not to be the next, you know, um, you know, jazz drummer or anything like that. They, I, I was what they called back in the seventies, a hyperactive kid. So if someone had said, Hey, you need to, you need to get him to get rid of that energy. And someone suggested playing drums. So uh, my mom convinced my dad to get me drums. And uh, I think my mom regretted it pretty quickly uh, following that Christmas. So, but um, you know, it's, but it, it got me started. I realized that I wanted to write songs and, Doing that on drums, I wasn't able to do. At least it wasn't coming out the way that I was hearing it in my head. So um, it it was a transitional instrument to, you know, to play guitar. But I appreciate the time that I had with the drums. And I, I mean, I continued to play on and off throughout the years. Um, it has given me a better understanding uh, when I am talking to a drummer and we're working on material. So I don't sound like I'm just kind of pulling things out of the air. I have some uh, relation to the uh to the instrument. So it's helped. I am. Um, it's, I wanted to be a drummer when I was a kid, 
but I was playing baseball, soccer, football, and other things. And um, my parents were like, you don't have time for that. And then my son, they, they bought my son a drum kit for his, for Christmas. Oh, wow. Awesome. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what's going on with this? <laughs> <laughs> Role reversals, yeah. I was never really heavily in the sports. Um, I mean, I boxed as a kid because my dad boxed in the military, so he wanted me to be a boxer. I took a lot of shots to the head, and I realized that may not be uh, too healthy for me. I played soccer, too, but I was never really big in the sports, so I kind of gravitated towards the arts. Um, you know, so yeah, I, I only played two years of soccer because I don't like running. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny because my coach said I did too much running. I ran too much. I needed to kind of focus <laughs> in a little bit. So, but you know, listen, when you're a kid, you're just excited to be part of a team sometimes. So, um, what, what is, the, I don't know how I want to word this question. Um, so you've recorded 12 Christmas songs. What, when did that start? Like, when do you go, this is what we're going to do? And what, well, well, we actually have more than 12 Christmas songs. We have um, we have a lot more. We've we've done a lot of original songs, and that's what we focus on more often than not. But we've also done some of the traditionals. We've done like Jingle Bells. I should say we've done versions of some traditionals, like Hark the Herald Angels Sing. We have a version of Silent Night, which we re-released uh, two years ago. Uh, we've done, uh, like I said, Jingle Bells. Um, there's been a number of them. I can't even uh, oh, come all e faithful. We did a piano version of that. Um, there's a couple other ones I just can't think of right now. But um, I, I, listen, I, I, if if anybody that follows me or my podcast or whatever, they know that I love Christmas and I pretty much talk about Christmas all year round. I celebrate Christmas in July. It's it's just a thing. I love Christmas music. I'm not exactly sure why, but ever since I was a kid, it just there was something magical about it. Right. I, I, I bought it hook, line, and sinker. Um, I think one of the um, downfalls of life is when we, and I hope nobody under a certain age is listening, is, is when, we, when we find out the truth and we lose some of the magic. We lose that belief in things. I try to hold on to it. I mean, I know what reality is. I'm not that goofy yet. Um, but at the same time, there, there's nothing wrong with, you know, kind of holding on to it and, and looking at things in a hopeful light. So I, I like Christmas music, and I always wanted to write it, and I just never had an outlet to do it. And a lot of the bands that I was in, they had no, no interest in anything of that. So when when this band started, one of the first things that I had said when I was putting the guys together is like, "Listen, I want to do uh, holiday music." I go, "I think it's really cool." And so selling that was a bit of a of a of a strain to some degree because no one had ever done it. In, that I was working with and they wanted to make sure that it didn't have like this heavy religious content to it. And I says, nah, you know, so we did, we did our first one. We started working on it in 2011, pretty much when the band started, but we didn't release it until 2012. And uh, it went over really well. It was, um, it, it actually had a little bit of religious content to it, but not too heavy. Like it talked more about the, the, the spirit of the season without necessarily saying it. And that was part of what we talked about. Like we didn't want to hammer people over the head with anything. I mean, metal bands had done, um, you know, stuff in the eighties and all, but it was all kind of tongue in cheek stuff. You know what I mean? Like, so it wasn't really t taken seriously until, you know, sabotage changed to TSO and then Christmas music is, uh, 
is a multi-million dollar thing for metalheads now. But um, the following year after that, what we did was, is we did like Jingle Bells and um, uh, Joy to the World. That's the other one. So we did, we took the main part of the song and then we added our own stuff to it. Later on, I added some vocals to those songs as well um, to add more of our own personal stamp. And by that second year, we were starting to get airplay. We realized very quickly that we were getting airplay on uh, Internet radio and FM stations that we would never be able to get our material on uh, because Christmas music is is non-threatening. It's there's no there's a genre to it, but it's it's an open format. It doesn't matter who you are. Um, so on a business sense, it was really keen to do. And I was like, well, why not continue this? We. We weren't planning on doing it every year. It was going to be something that we did, you know, as we felt could be mixed in, worked in. We started getting messages. Hey, you guys doing a Christmas song this year? We were both getting it from I, radio stations. I, I sent you that message a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, a couple of times. So we get every year, we get we get dozens of them, even, even that we now talk about it's an annual thing with us. Like it's part of, I, I realized this year how much it's become part of, I guess who this band is because we start, I've already started writing next year's song. And I usually do that during this time because I'm, there's a super inspiration to happen. And then after, you know, after the beginning of the new year, I let it sit and I'll think about it and I'll go back and forth so that by the beginning of the summer, we're starting to put it all together. And we, we always record it in August. Um, and I'm usually jazzed up because, like I said, uh, I celebrate Christmas in July. I do a little tree and I do dinner and we do Pollyann and stuff like that. Why not? Right. I, whatever. You can call it what you will. But uh, so that I'm re I'm all ready to go by August, uh, you know, w with the with the jingle jangle. So it's it's I, listen, I, I really enjoy doing it. The guys enjoy doing it because it's a it's a break from the norm and we get to experiment with different things. Um, we tried more of a punk sound or we've done more of a country acoustic type thing. We've done piano. We've done, you know, and it opens it up, man. The thing is, is like as a as a songwriter, which which I, I'm working towards being rather than just a heavy metal musician. I'm not even sure I call my I'm, I play metal because I like metal, but I want to be more than just that. Like, I think there is more than just that. Like, if you understand music, it's more than just the genre that you play. And uh, this is an opportunity to break the norm and have fun with stuff. And uh, for all the people that that hate it for whatever reason, maybe they hate Christmas. Santa didn't give them the the monopoly set that they wanted as a kid. Um, there's there's been thousands of people that seem to really enjoy it. And uh, we're going to keep doing it for as long as this band's together. So appreciate all the support. So we're going to play. We're, we're going to take a break and I'm going to play four more Christmas songs, um, including your song, Get on the List. And we'll talk about that in the next segment, um, which is going to be a little shorter. But <laughs> um, so what we're going to do now is we're going to go ahead. Back to the 412 I got all my presents bought Mom 
I've got all the pierogies made. Put a chair in my parking spot. It doesn't matter if that skyline's sprinkled with rain or snow. As long as I can cross the bridge and get to the place that I call home. Nothing like a black and Streets, but if it's too slippy, then I can see the tree that's at the point from the entire station square. We celebrate as a melting pot with a love that's understood. This is what Mr. Rogers called a beautiful day in the neighborhood.
and bring us up. Another Super Bowl. Coming down that city. Looking for fire. Santa Claus is riding on his
and we are back. Um, you just heard uh, Chip and the Charge Ups Black and Gold Christmas, Corners of Sanctuary, Get on the List, uh, Doppler Effect Santa's Hog, and Clinton Clegg. Clegg, I can't say his last name. Uh, please come home for Christmas. Um, when momentarily Mick from Corners of Sanctuary will be joining me again, and we will talk to him about their song, Get on the List. Um, later, at the end of the show, we're going to play four more Christmas songs. Um, they are a brand new song that was sent to us, Melanie Gillot, um, When Christmas is With You. Rockabilly Junction's song must be Chris, or finally Christmas Eve. Eddie Mann's song, which is Rejoice, O Come Emmanuel. And uh, Richard Lynch's song, Cowboy Christmas, um, which is a country song, but we're going to go ahead and play it anyway. Um, and what's going to happen is uh, we're, we're going to have some fun playing all that Christmas music. And uh, Mick is back with me now. And uh, okay, Mick, so tell us a little bit about the song Get On The List. Where where else would you want to be, man, than on the on the nice list, right? If you if you want to get stuff. Um, you know, it's a it's a just a play on thing. Last year when we were doing the um the promo for uh Christmas Together, my daughter had said something to me and said, Hey dad, what do you think about you know doing this whole thing about you know getting on the list? And um she gave me this idea and we talked about it and um I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. So that's what inspired this whole this whole thing about get on the list. Like, are you on the list? And uh, where where else do you want to be uh, during this time than on Santa's list so you get what you want, you know? And um, we just, you know, had fun with it. And I, th I think it's a really, it's a good message. Listen, you can't, it doesn't hurt to be nice, you know, especially now. Some people are only nice during the season. Uh, hey, we'll take what we can get. But if we can carry some <laughs> of that over, right? If we if we can carry some of that over, man. Maybe the world will be a better place. I know that sounds so corny and stuff, but the older you get, man, the the less conflict you want. Um, and you know, you want to be hopeful that uh, that tomorrow is going to be a, a a better day. So um, you know, and you know, the other thing too, on a um, on a writing note, we um, we decided to make the the song super short. Uh, you know, there's really one main verse uh, and then we we go into the, the chorus right into a bridge. And then there's a short second verse, if you want to call it right before the breakdown. Uh, and then just, you know, just hammer away at the uh, at the chorus at the end. But, um, you know, it's real. It's in and out. Right. In and out. We don't want to belabor it. Be nice. Get on the list. Get what you want. Everybody's happy. So I, I'm going to tell a story from when I was a kid and then I'm going to ask you for one. So you have to think while I'm talking. So my, my little brother who's five years younger than me used to guess what all my gifts were before I opened them. And he was always right. And, and it got a little annoying. <laughs> um, the year I got my goalie equipment for street hockey, every piece of equipment, he told me what it was before I opened it. And I'm still upset. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, either he was sneaking around and, and, and he took note or um, <laughs> he was really paying attention to what you wanted to, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. But I, I, I'm going to go with the first. I'm thinking maybe he was sneaking around. 
He might have been. <laughs> <laughs> you know what right, I mean? So what's a memory you have? For the holidays? Yes. Um, I'll tell you, like, somebody, I was just asked this too not too long ago, and there, there's, there's a, I mean, I guess what it came down to is, um, like, I just remember times of, like, coming down the steps and seeing the tree. Like, I mean, I, you know, I, I, with any kid, you know, you're, you're up earlier than, because you're anticipating the whole, the whole time, you know, um, you, you barely sleep. It's like, you know, you're trying to, I mean, I remember trying to stay up to see if we could, I could hear Santa. Right. And you never, you never seem to make it, but, um, but then you're up real early and you just, you know, I did some peeking and stuff like that. But I just, just that. And I know like growing up, we didn't have a lot. So it was kind of like bare bones, but there, but we did, but as kids, you didn't know it. You, you It's not like we went around and talked about it. So just that, that, the, that magical moment within that first couple minutes of coming down the steps and, and seeing the tree lit up, even though you've seen it, it, you know, my family had the tree up already, um, but it took on a whole different light and, 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 you know, everything was laid out and it was just, it's just that, that thing, man. And I think what, what I go back to over and over again, is not necessarily a specific physical type of memory. Um, and it seems, unfortunately, the older I get, the less and less I'm remembering, like things are like made foggy or whatever, but it, it's that feeling of this magic that existed. And again, I know that may sound corny, but I try to hold on to that, man. It's, there's something, there's just really something about it. I mean, I've, I, I don't, I don't know. It's, but that's, that would probably be the thing that I, it's, it sticks with me the most. I mean, I do remember, you know, the, the Christmas I got, you know, when, when I got star Wars stuff, you know, like in the late seventies. So there was like <laughs> that, that, you know, and for the next couple Christmases, that's all you expected. That's all you want. It's like, Oh my God, this is, you know, but I remember that stuff. I do. I mean, prior to Star Wars, I mean, I remember getting, I remember getting a red Tonka truck, you know, the fire truck from the seventies. I still have it actually. And, uh, I remember getting, um, $6 million man dolls with Bigfoot and him and the little eye. This and, is majors, <laughs> Lee majors. Yeah. Lee majors. So, um, yeah, I mean, so that, you know, there was something, I, I know this sounds weird too, but more of my, Christmas toy memories. Um, I definitely remember more of the seventies than I do the early eighties. Um, which is kind of cool. I don't know. There was something, there was something really cool. Even looking back, cause I, I collect toys. Um, not everything, but I do have a little toy thing that I, that I've always kind of collected. Um, and I, I even today I'm still kind of drawn to 70s toys. There's just something about them. I don't know what it is, man. Is it the imagination? Is it the is it what they were trying to, you know, like because a lot of the stuff hadn't been really worked out. It was just like, hey, here's this thing, and it's like, oh wow, this is awesome. And there was so much of it. But then in the 80s, things became there was a more of a commercialism to things because they they you know again not to kind of go off track here, but toys were connected to cartoons and that they sold toys through cartoons he-man gi joe joe you know transformers <laughs> and so on and so forth uh where in the 70s it wasn't necessarily the same same thing for at least you know 
it wasn't the well, that, same scene. That that may have come about from Star Wars since you mentioned. Yeah, it, it may have. You know. But hey, Mick, um, we're kind of low on time. Okay. Um, because I am playing so much Christmas music on this episode. Um, why don't you mention um, where people can find your band and um, and any maybe if you have a show coming up, I know that's might not be as easy to do because it's actually the day after Thanksgiving and we're talking a month from now. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So um, you can check out, out the band Corners of Sanctuary at cornersofsanctuary.com. You can link to all our social media sites, Facebook, uh, Twitter's now called X or something like that. Um, you know, Instagram, things like that. You could do a search in Google. You get a ton of stuff, good and bad, and they even some free stuff. Um, that you could probably download, but uh, I don't recommend it because it's never good quality. Um, but, you know, cornersofsanctuary.com for the new year. Uh, we have some shows. We got a show January 6th at Tom and Jerry's with denim and leather. Um, we have a show uh, February 16th with Spread Eagle at Halftime uh, Sports Bar in Newark, Delaware. And then we have the circus comes to town or I'm sorry, the metal circus comes to town March 9th at the oddity bar in Wilmington, Delaware. Very cool. See you there. Wanna, thank you for hanging out with me again. Thank you. Um, we will do it again for sure. Here. Absolutely. Happy holidays, everybody make your merry metal Christmas. Hey, so I mentioned them earlier, but we're gonna hear uh, "When Christmas with When Christmas is with You" by Mel Melanie Gillot, Rockabilly Junction's track "Finally Christmas Eve," Eddie Mann's track "Rejoice, O Come Emmanuel," and Richard Lynch's country song "Cowboy Christmas." And uh, make sure you join us each and every week for a brand new episode of the Pennsylvania Rock Show. There's only one time of year when we all get along. With someone else And while they aren't wrong This wondrous season helps us love And if you're still not sure what I mean I'll fill you in on this special is with you
and mistletoe The barn walls with old rusty spurs and let it go If we can't find a tree to decorate Then I'll ask so a bale of hay for a cowboy Christmas this year We'll have a cowboy Christmas this year A cowboy Christmas full of cowboy cheer I'll hitch old Duke up to the sleigh And we'll yell up a band away For a cowboy Christmas this year With silent night and jingle bells on the radio We'll snuggle up in my old truck when it starts to snow I'll make the bonfire back to keep the lights down low And for a cowboy Christmas this year We'll have a cowboy Christmas this year Hey, cowboy Christmas, full of cowboy cheer. Even your little mare and my old stud will prance around out in the mud for a cowboy Christmas this year. We won't forget the reason we celebrate. We'll get down on our knees before we hit the hay And thank God for the blessings that we see every day And for a cowboy Christmas this year For a cowboy Christmas this year